You're listening to Matrimony. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Chris. This show is about managing your money. Happily ever after. Hello and welcome to 2019. Hello. So we are popping in after a very long break to tell you what's been going on with us and our finances lately. How long a break has it been? I didn't check the date of our last episode, but I feel like it's definitely been months. It's on the order of months (laughs) rather than weeks. So I guess that leads us into we kind of have a joint status update and it probably is already apparent, but unfortunately we are just unable to prioritize making the show right now. Yeah. We wish it weren't so. There are just too many things going on in our lives that are all good things. Yeah. It's not it's not bad stuff we have to deal with, but it's just we're we overflow with creativity. Do we? (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually I I do think the biggest impact because it it might seem surprising to listeners because I used to be working full time Mm -hmm. and we were producing the show. Now I'm not working full time, so it seems like we should have more time. That is super weird. But Um, but I think the biggest difference, honestly, is maybe your workout schedule. Oh, because now you, since the summer, you are biking more with the Mm -hmm. purchase of your Mm e-bike, which means you need to leave earlier. Plus you have gotten super into your new gym and doing workouts there. I think more frequently than you were before. Yep. And so you are now just very consistently you and often me too. We are waking up nearly every day in the four or five a.m. hour. Every literally every day except for one day, Sunday, mm-hmm. we wake up in that hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. either to work out or it's just this nice little bit of time. We both are early birds, so we just get a little time to ourselves. You reading, me writing. Yeah, so it so. means that that the boys go to bed like seven ish, and then we have maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. A little bit more to actually get things done. I go to bed especially early because I will wake up, yeah, right around four o'clock. Yeah. And so anyway, we just have not had the energy for doing recordings at night. So yeah. You know, and the other thing too is I'm going downtown so much more often than I used to. Mm, Interesting. Gotcha. My, all my, my job responsibilities Mm -hmm. have kicked in. I don't have the, as much ability to work from home. And so. Right, right. So anyway, that's kind of the reasoning behind it. It's not because we haven't been enjoying the show and are so appreciative to all of our listeners. One thing we have been talking about, we haven't made a plan yet, but maybe sharing more financial kind of updates through Instagram stories, potentially. we, we haven't even test run this. We haven't right. come up with a plan, nothing. We but literally I think it could be, just talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I, but I think it's... I think it could be cool because either you or I Mm -hmm. could just pop on when we have an idea we want to share or we could maybe do this together. But Mm -hmm. it might just be, you know, smaller, digestible bits of information. So rather than a biweekly thing, which turned into a monthly and Mm -hmm. then a bimonthly thing, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe we could have slightly more frequent but just smaller tidbits a few minutes at a time. Maybe so. So just as a reminder, Chris is Chris Wharton 77 on Instagram and mm-hmm. I am Kels Wharton. So yeah, follow us there. Maybe we will pop into stories a little bit more. I feel like I'm starting to get more comfortable in stories and making video. I'm still, I still sort of have mixed feelings about it overall, but I am doing a bit more there and I feel like you're 
getting into your stories groove too. So I've never done a video on Instagram, so Ooh. I'm sure I'll be just as awkward as I am on the podcast. <laughs> we'll all look forward to it. Fantastic. Okay, let's move on to home economics. Okay, so we need to do a quick recap of 2018 for everyone. So 2018, as we've mentioned before, it was our planned year of spending. Mm-hmm. And boy, did we have one. <laughs> <laughs> and so depending on where you've picked up on this podcast, the years prior to that were not austere, but they were definitely planned, definitely clamped down in terms of savings. We were Focused shooting for on saving. savings. Yeah. Like we were saving $20,000 a year or trying to. Mm-hmm. And we had done that for three years in a row. Mm-hmm. And then we made a shift last year. Mm-hmm. And just spent a lot. We still saved in our retirement accounts mm-hmm. and had enough savings to pay for the things that we did end up buying that we'll talk a little bit about. But we weren't just putting lots of cash into like other savings, which we use a Vanguard total market index fund as our main kind of rainy day long-term savings fund. Um, So, but let's talk about what we spent money on because we spent on some good things. Yeah, we did. And and this was like part of the the notion of the switch was Mm -hmm. we had some things that we felt like we needed to spend on. Mm -hmm. Other things came up. We'll talk about these. But then also too, I want to mention that the shift happened because we were thinking the market would not be so good to us as it had been the past few mm. years. So mm-hmm. at the end of last year, I remember we talked about this, that, eh, you know, it's the market's going to be kind of shaky. So if we're going to spend some money and do some of these things, now might be the time to leverage the money we have because we're, it probably is not going to grow in the market mm-hmm. um, if we were to invest in a Vanguard. And turns out it did not. Yeah. So that was kind of satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a few things that we spent money on. We had some big travel trips. We mm. had a big all, travel trips. <laughs> big travel <laughs> trips. Let's re-edit that. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> so we um, went to Austin for two and a half weeks, yeah. and uh, while we were there in Texas, also went to Galveston, kind of tacked on a family beach trip while you had a conference there. You had your annual guys trip. You went to Vegas, so that's kind of a particularly expensive destination. This is so crazy. This feels... I, I don't recall any of this <laughs> happening. <laughs> I mean... It I, happened, <laughs> but it's been Of all the places that you could have been, you say you can't remember your Vegas trip, so <laughs> all right, we'll leave it at that. Um, you and I also took a really fun trip to New York City and to New Haven, Connecticut for trip of the year. Yeah, for my 10-year reunion from graduating from Yale with my master's degree. And mm-hmm. that was just a really fun trip, a really nostalgic trip. That's where we met. We hadn't been back since then. So that was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we also purchased an investment property in San Antonio. Yeah. Which might seem kind of random, but this was uh, something that my dad, a realtor in Texas, came across and pointed us to it and seemed like a good investment. So that was a $32,000 investment. Yeah. that And that was what really solidified the switch in philosophy because yeah. that happened early in the year, actually. Mm-hmm. Started in February. We started okay. thinking about yeah. that. Yep. And uh, that was one of those where we thought, not only were we going to not save, but we actually took money out of right. Vanguard for the first time. Right, which it, was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it ended up, I think, being a really, really smart move. It's now yep. in property that we feel like has good long-term potential return on investment. And meanwhile, the market was just crazy this year. So it was a great time to get some of our money out of there. Mm-hmm. We also put solar panels on our house. 
which yeah. had been a dream of ours for a long time, especially yours. Mm-hmm. And I love having them. Yeah, they're fantastic. And they're they're performing well. They are they've cut our energy in half mm-hmm. already. In fact, more so. We'll our see energy is from the grid. Right, correct. Correct. So um half of our power now comes from the sun. Mm-hmm. And um it's a worthwhile investment. It's we'll see what the rate of return is after a full year. We're about uh eight months in and we've we've recovered about 6% of the cost. Okay. Uh, let's see. You also made a big purchase, your your e-bike. Yeah. This was a big experiment, a very mm-hmm. big, very expensive one, mm-hmm. but a fantastic one. And the bike was about $3,200, yes. right? $3,200. But that has become your main mode of transportation to and from work. And mm-hmm. you use that thing, I mean, every day. Every single day. Yep. Like Monday through Friday anyway. Yeah, yeah. I either bike to the bus stop or I literally bike into Tempe or Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's my main form of cardiovascular activity as well. Yeah, it's been a big part of your, this like health exercise kick that you've been on. Mm-hmm. You're, we're not putting as many miles on the car. And then I love that you just have many fewer miles on the highway because you're able to take bike paths and mm-hmm. just be off the road for the majority of your trip. So yeah. I love that just for the safety aspect. Yeah, it's a super safe way to go. And finally, we finally updated our front yard. We probably started mentioning that on the podcast like two years ago. We finally um, did that. I think the final costs were about $5,000. I did like the final, all the calculations. We Mm -hmm. had been saving up in an account. We had about 3,000 going into the project Mm -hmm. and, but all the final stuff. But now we have a front yard that no longer needs regular watering. We had grass before. Now we have gravel and desert adapted plants. So it's going to be less water less maintenance so we don't have to pay for a landscaper to come as often and I think just improved the look of our house significantly. So I'm just going to say this out loud. Okay. I'm guesstimating the total cost of all the things we just ran down. Yes. Roughly. And bear in mind, 32000 came from savings we already had. Right. This is about $60,000 worth of stuff we did last wow. year. <laughs> wow. And and so the travel was, you know, it was probably all told like six or seven thousand dollars. There was three big trips. Um, the investment property was thirty-two solar panels, and solar panels were twelve thousand five hundred. We're getting five thousand of that back with our taxes this mm-hmm. year because of federal and state rebates and things. E-bike was thirty-two hundred. Front yard was five thousand. So it that it was no joke. Yeah, we really we spent money. Yeah, but I think overall on good things. Yeah. Okay, so can you kind of give us a run to any anywhere else a rundown of 2018? Any other numbers we should mention or just be aware of? Maybe other strengths or weaknesses in the year? Yeah, because it's it's interesting because we actually did a great job on not spending <laughs> otherwise. Oh, that's <laughs> so it's kind good. of overshadowed by the fact that we spent all this money. And I'll have one more thing to say about our spending actually before okay. I get into that is when you look at the five things that we bought, Mm -hmm. three of them are huge sustainability investments. Mm -hmm. Solar panels, e-bike, and the front yard update. The front yard update cuts our water usage outside in half. Mm -hmm. The e-bike is my my car, basically. Mm -hmm. So I'm saving tons of CO2 not emitted to the atmosphere, and the solar panels cut our power from the grid in half. Mm -hmm. So it costs us a lot of money, but we did it for multiple good reasons, Mm -hmm. and so I'm very happy about that. Anyway... Uh, to the rest of our finances. So I had calculated just really quickly as a comparison to the year prior. So 2017 okay. versus 2018. Uh, last year, we decreased our entertainment spending 
by Ooh. 28%. I mean, I feel like that's fantastic. Yeah, that's I'm proud really of good. us. Yeah. Yeah, we spent a little more on clothing, um, but our kids are growing, so that happens. Yeah. And I feel like maybe you and I kind of, I don't know, did we make investments in our clothing? I think so. Yeah. I mean, we both, I started losing a bunch of weight at the end of last right. year and so had to buy other clothes mm-hmm. and we were both kind of reforming our, our wardrobes. Yeah. You okay. had stopped working, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, let's see. Gifts and donations increased by about, well, $3,700 is what we spent. I'm not sure what percentage increase that is, but okay. it was represent about 3% of our total spending. So travel, uh, even though we had lots of big trips, we actually, so actually I have the number here. We spent $5,200, but that was a 26% decrease from the year prior. Oh, wow. So I can't recall where we went the year before. I think the year before we had had a kind of a big travel year because I think there was another wedding and... I do recall that. Some other things, so... Anyway, um, auto and transportation increased by 100%. (laughs) (laughs) And that's only because we had many more repairs on our aging Prius. Right. We had a really big repair last year to the tune of about $2,100. That was really painful. An unexpected, out of nowhere, really huge repair. Yep. In fact, in total, we spent $3,000 more on repairs and transportation generally than we did here before. Anyway, the last thing I'll mention is food and dining. That would include our groceries. That Mm -hmm. was actually a 15% decrease over the year before. I feel like we're always battling that. And uh, that's why I mentioned the these because these ones are the ones that we usually okay. are going over on entertainment, travel, nice. food. So that's good. All right. Good trajectories. Nice. Okay. So let's talk about looking forward into 2019. So our theme of the year is getting back to savings. Um, <laughs> it was a great year, had some great purchases, but I think we're both just feeling eager to start seeing those regular transfers into our savings and investment account again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we had our financial summit sometime over kind of the Christmas holidays, um, checked in on our different budgets, mm-hmm. went into Mint, kind of got all these aggregate numbers and saw where we might need to make adjustments. Um, so we've decided that in 2019, we are aiming to save between ten dollars and $15,000. Mm-hmm. Um, that will mostly be in our Vanguard investment account, but we have some other kind of near-term big purchases or potentially investments that we might want to make, such as we're starting to think about our now 10-year-old Prius Mm -hmm. that has um, almost 200,000 miles on it, that that's going to need to be replaced at some point. So far, knock on wood, going strong. But yeah, just for the past few years, a couple of bigger repairs. And so we just want to start saving for replacing that eventually. There again, I'll mention that if we do have to make a big investment, you know, buy a new car there, we can also make it a sustainability investment because Mm -hmm. now we can plug in an electric car to our solar panels and have a solar powered car. Right. So that would be the step we take. Very exciting. So in terms of how we are planning to stay on budget and make these savings happen, we are going to try to do a weekly kind of admin meeting. Mm -hmm. I think maybe Sundays, like Sunday evenings could be a good time Mm -hmm. where I want us to open Mint and just kind of see where we are. And 
I think we're, we're really good about just talking about finances throughout the week and yeah, whatnot, yeah. but it seems like we just kind of maybe need to reinstitute checking back in since we're really trying to stick to our budgets now, getting into that savings mode, really sticking to those budgets. Um, so anyway, I think that'll help. And I just, whenever we talk about finances, it just recommits me to, yeah, like I want to stick to these. We have yeah, these bigger yeah. savings goals and I don't know. It just always kind of gets me motivated. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. In fact, we didn't do Sunday this past weekend, but we mm -hmm. just did one today mm -hmm. actually kind yeah. of in prep for this, but also just to check in. And it's nice because we can also look back at January, which is nearly done now and, mm -hmm. um, see that we're already kind of on pace based mm -hmm. on the, um, the financial summit that we had. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're yeah. laying a good foundation. Okay, so I think that gives a pretty good wrap-up of where we're heading this year. Um, like we said, we probably won't be doing podcast updates. Um, you know, maybe if we feel inspired and get the time, we might pop in here or there. Mm -hmm. um, so keep us on your, keep us subscribed on your podcast mm -hmm. um, feed, but maybe we'll be sharing a bit more in Instagram stories if that's something that you would like. Definitely let us know. But let's move on to Love Notes. What's your love note for me, Chris? I have a love note for you. It's love languages. Oh. So you've been investigating, you've been into this notion of love languages a for a while. A little bit, yeah. Or at least read about it, yeah. you know, and I guess you're, we'll be talking about it in an upcoming podcast. Yes, we have a Girl Next, Next Door, Door, a Girl Next Door podcast all about love languages coming up. So you, you asked me to take the survey, which mm -hmm. I did. And um, I've probably mentioned on this podcast before that I kind of really, I don't know, I bristle at anything yeah. that, that tries to categorize me. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> know why, including this one, but I still did it. But regardless of what it said, um, just the fact that you're interested and you're asking and you're trying to like match up things to make sure that we're working on our relationship and utilizing that as a tool to do so, that was very nice. And so I Aww. appreciate that. And can you share what your love language is? Uh... You've already <laughs> forgotten. Okay. Remember yours ranked really your top one was receiving gifts. Oh, yeah. which you thought was surprising. And I also thought was kind of surprising, but now I kind of want to get you more gifts. What, what if that's your love language and I'm like not speaking your language ever? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to be opposed to you getting me gifts. See? So we'll All see. All right. Well, well, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> and my top one was actually, it was tied um, with acts of service mm -hmm. and quality time, mm -hmm. which I wasn't too surprised about. I was surprised that words of affirmation weren't higher because yeah. I do really appreciate words of affirmation. Yeah, you mentioned that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but maybe it's just I that, to come out that way. I feel like you are already really great at acts of service. At least you just do so much around the house. Mm. I mean, I never, I don't think that I have, I don't have to ask and you just do a ton. And I feel like I just love your philosophy on shared work. Mm -hmm. You don't see an accounting, a 50, 50 splits, just what needs to be done. You're happy to do it. And mm -hmm. it just never feels like it's begrudging. And yeah. so I just love how we're on a team in that way. <laughs> we were texting about this earlier in the week and, uh, I think I ended our text stream by saying, yeah, in, in, in other words, we're the Borg. Because I just see like the household as the unit <laughs> and all the all the jobs to be done within it as the unit's responsibility. So if you and I are not really different, you know, we're part of the unit, then it's just whoever's doing the work is doing the work and it gets What's done. What's the Borg? Oh, you didn't get that reference? Okay. No. Is this so, old? 
Well, it is actually kind of old. The Borg is from Star Trek. Okay. Not that I'm a Trekkie or anything, but they were, it was like this, they were like kind of cyborg-y robot type things. They didn't have any emotion and they just, they were like a, a swarm, you know, they just all operated as one unit. So and that's how you think of our relationship? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> as, okay. as a cyborg-y swarm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, well, my love note for you is I just want to applaud how amazing you have been doing at your exercise, healthy eating. I've never seen you so committed, make so much progress. You have just been saying you feel the healthiest, the strongest. Um, you look amazing, but it's not about the aesthetics. You're just seeming like you're feeling so healthy. Mm. And I just love that. I love that for you. And I think it's amazing that you're just prioritizing it because it has meant, especially in the wintertime, you are taking off on your bike in sometimes the four o'clock hour. It's dark. It's cold. Mm -hmm. You have to go to the gym. Then you go <laughs> all the way downtown for work. I I don't think I could do it. <laughs> so I am so impressed well, and very you. proud of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, the only reason it happens is because you are able to take care of the kids in the morning mm -hmm. when I'm gone those mornings. So it's a team effort for it's sure. It's an effort of the Borg. It's a Borg effort. <laughs> and finally, we do just want to send a love note out to all of our listeners. Thank you for listening. Some of you for the couple of few years that we've been doing the show, you have sent us wonderful emails, reached out on Instagram and told us that the show has meant something to you. And we so, so appreciate it. And we hope that we can kind of keep it up, maybe just um, in a different form. We'll kind of be working that out. We would love to hear from you and hear what you might like to see. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, um, shoot us emails, uh, go to the blog and leave comments when we post this and let us know, you know, if you have questions, I want to keep continuing to answer those because those are really fulfilling to us when we they can are. share information people find useful. That's like the whole point of it. Yep. And and we'd love to continue that whatever form this takes in the future. Mm -hmm. um, so this is not goodbye. No. <laughs> so long on the podcast for now. Yeah. So as a reminder, you can find us at loveandmatrimony.com and on Instagram, which is the best way to get in touch. I am Kels Wharton and Chris is Chris Wharton 77 Thanks for all the support, everyone. And keep loving your honey, not your money. <laughs>